Now I want to take a look at the Fed and interest rates and what we can expect on market volatility. Anthony Sicaro is with us, president of Providence Financial and Insurance Services, is joining us to give us his take on what we can expect here. So much talk about the recent volatility. I think investors are somewhat comfortable with volatility. They know things don't go straight up or straight down. But they may be spooked when they look at the numbers, where the S&P is down 10% this year. The, as the Nasdaq's down 15%. If you have individual stocks, you may have lost more, right? Your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you have a plan in place, you really shouldn't be spooked at all. You, you, a part of your plan should be to know that there is absolutely going to be volatility. Uh, that is going to ride up and down. That's just no matter what happens, whether we've got a Russia situation, whether we've got the Federal Reserve that's going to quit pumping money into the system, finally, uh, whether they're going to raise interest rates, volatility is going to be just a part of an overall portfolio. And the position that you want to make sure that you're in is not to put your future plans on hold or for your future plans to be dependent on what happens with the stock market. We deal with people that are retired primarily. That's what my firm focuses on. And if you're 60 years old and you want to retire at age 65, then you need to be in a position so that you can retire at 65, no matter what the stock market does. And a lot of people haven't made that a part of their plan. And if you're 30 or 40 years old and you've got a ton of money in the stock market, then the short-term gyrations of the market don't mean anything at all. So you have to have a plan in place. Your plan has to be able to sustain with uh, volatility. If your plan cannot sustain the volatility and if the market drops by 20 or 30% over the next five years and now all of a sudden that keeps you from being able to retire or, or buy the home or do what it is you want to do, then you're invested wrong. You need to be invested so that your plans are intact no matter what the market does. Right. And having that plan is so key. I mean, obviously, if you could try and live off the interest or continue to have income, um, keeping your job longer, those types of things are helpful. But ideally, you try and plan a portfolio to have a winning retirement. That being said, some of the sectors that have uh, gotten your attention of late, healthcare, consumer staples. Tell me about these sectors. Do these seem like the best bets for 2022 or at least the first half of this year? Yeah, I think that's right. The first half of this year, I mean, there's still a lot of analysts and forecasts out there that we're going to wind up up at the end of the year. Um, so I do think that this 10% correction could go to maybe 15% or so. I don't think much beyond that. I don't see much more than 20, maybe tops. We don't know, right? It's, it's guesswork. But, um, you know, we do know that inflation is up and we do know that with the correction, you want to look at more of the defensive stocks that those sectors uh, healthcare is a good inflationary adjuster. And it's also defensive because you're going to get your health care no matter what. Uh, the pharmaceuticals are included in that and you're still going to take your medicine no matter what happens to inflation, no matter what happens to the stock market. So it's a good defensive sector that has the ability to adjust prices for inflation. Same thing with consumer staples. You're still going to brush your teeth. You're still going to do your everyday living. You're going to buy toilet paper. It doesn't matter. And the, and the consumer staples has the ability to raise rates to uh, so that uh, or to charge uh, to raise prices, I should say, so that you're going to go out and they can offset for any inflation that's out there. So those are two sectors that are definitely worth watching. Uh, a third might right. be real estate, but you got to be careful. Why is that? Well, because real estate right now is at record levels, and that real estate market has shaped, has shifted dramatically. Pre-COVID, office was at a premium office space. Now, all of a sudden, you know, people are working from home using Zoom. 
you got to be really careful. Office space is not at the premium that it was before. Right. Pre-COVID, uh, shopping malls were really a you know, something to be careful of anyway, because people were starting to shift. COVID has expanded that. And I think they've taken, you know, what would have normally happened in the next decade, people starting to shift online and put yeah. it in the next, in the last two years. So shopping malls are places you probably want to save away from. So you just have to be careful. There's certain sectors of the real estate market that make sense, like healthcare makes sense. Um, you know, hospital yeah. REITs make sense, but not shopping mall REITs and probably not even mortgage REITs or residential REITs at this point. Right. Yeah. A lot of folks have been saying that, uh, agreeing with you, saying, look, if you have a mall that has doctors in it or daycare or things that are a little more of a necessity rather than shops, you're probably better off. I mean, real estate was always regarded as the win because of the dividends it paid. And it was it really was a defensive play, much like the consumer staples that you're talking about. Utilities. How about utilities? I mean, that's often a uh, defensive play, too. Right. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's certainly something that, you know, in, a, in an inflationary environment, of course, they can adjust the rates. I don't know about you, but my energy bills go up every month or every year at least. And so that's uh, not a bad place that if you're looking for dividends, uh, utilities could absolutely be a part of your portfolio. Yeah. And speaking of dividends, I think you want to focus on dividend payers because that's the bird in the hand. No matter what happens with your shares right. of stock, if you're getting that income and you can reinvest it, you're going to come off better than if you weren't. Let me ask you this. How about the idea about the meme stocks, the SPACs, the exciting names, you know, the, the ones that didn't necessarily have profitability, but were exciting names with growth potential in the future. What happened to all those names? We just haven't been talking about them and they've many of them been beaten down, particularly pandemic winners. Staying away from all yeah, those. So, yeah. So they're not something that I'm recommending for my clients. We deal with people that mm -hmm. are a little older, people that are pre-retirement or retired. And these are people that really can't afford to take that kind of risk. Um, the reality is right. if you're going to put money into SPACs, you're going to put money into, you know, uh, IPOs. I mean, you, you can look at a lot of IPOs that have done extremely well, but you can look at a lot of IPOs that have just not gone anywhere as well. And so you have to be willing to lose that money that you put in. And I always want to base my plan and my financial situation and my client's plans on worst case scenario. Right. When you put money into a SPAC or you put money into something with high volatility like that, the reality is, is that you've got to plan on losing that money. Same thing with Bitcoin. Right. Uh, I've, I've got a decent amount in Bitcoin, but it could go away. There's so many things that could happen there. You have to plan on worst case scenario. And if you can't, if you can't live with worst case scenario, then don't do it. And most of my clients couldn't live with that worst case scenario because that's not the type of thing you want to be investing in pre-retirement. So you have more of a, a, a tempt for risk than some of your clients who may be older or just a little more conservative. So you yourself are considering Bitcoin for your future, but haven't been really pushing it for the clients as much. Anthony, it's great to chat with you. And I know Bitcoin has been beaten down. There's a lot of people who are very hot on it, but it's been a tough one to own of late. Thank you so much. Anthony Sicaro, great conversation. I appreciate it. Nice to see you, you, President of Providence Financial and Insurance Services.